0: Support comes from the Missouri Forest Products Association. Missouri produces wood pallets, railroad ties, white oak barrels, hardwood floors, and more. Details on the variety of products made in the state are at choosewood.com.
1: From the St. Louis Public Radio Newsroom, this is The Gateway. It's Friday, December 6th. I'm Wayne Pratt. Ahead, Soldiers are very susceptible to traumatic brain injury, but it's difficult to diagnose on the battlefield.
0: And they had really no way of testing them. So they were just, hey, are you good? Thumbs up. And they were right back on mission.
1: St. Louis Public Radio's Jonathan All reports Fort Leonard Wood and the hospital in Rolla are doing cutting edge research on ways to diagnose the injuries faster. First, the news. Nearly three people a day die in the St. Louis region from overdose-related deaths. That statistic is part of the latest report by the National Council on Alcoholism and Drug Abuse. As St. Louis Public Radio's Sarah Fenton reports, it's a 30% increase between 2018 and 2017.
0: 1,080 people in St. Louis and eight surrounding counties died from opioid overdoses in 2018, a record high. Drug overdose deaths are declining in 34 states, but they're rising in Missouri, according to the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention. Brandon Kosteresen is spokesman for the National Council on Alcoholism and Drug Abuse. He says other states have expanded Medicaid and are spending more on prevention and treatment. Until we are willing to take the steps necessary to address this crisis, this will be the new normal. He says the death toll is in part because of fentanyl, a man-made substance often combined with other drugs in unknown amounts. I'm Sarah Fenton, St. Louis Public Radio.
1: The controversial Loop Trolley will cease operations December 29th. The St. Louis Post-Dispatch reports supporters are still hoping to put together a plan to resume operations next year. The trolley along the Del Mar Loop in St. Louis has been financially strapped for months. The sales tax district, to help fund the line, provided a $90,000 loan last month to keep it going through the end of the year. The Bi-State Development Agency is considering management of the trolley. It operates Metro Transit. President Talby Roach tells the newspaper, quote, The goal is avoiding default on federal grants. That could affect the region's future attempts to receive federal transportation money. As companies prepare to bid on a lease of St. Louis-Lambert International Airport, The potential development of nearby land is a big focus. As St. Louis Public Radio's Corinne Ruff reports, consultants, have presented parts of an environmental report on that land.
0: There's more than 1,200 acres of land available for commercial development around the airport. It's one of the big opportunities some St. Louis officials see in bringing in a private operator. But a company would also take on the risk of the current state of the land, some of which can't be developed. Ron Sides, a consultant with Charbonnet and Associates, has been surveying the condition of the land for months. In a presentation to the city working group considering privatization, he says there are issues here and there.
1: Large areas of the airport are in fact available for redevelopment.
0: Side says there's been a lot of misinformation about the impact of environmental issues from nearby Westlake Landfill and Coldwater Creek. He says there are no soil or water concerns from the landfill on airport land. I'm Corinne Ruff, St. Louis Public Radio.
1: It's Friday. That means you have the opportunity to end the week by telling us what you think about the Gateway. Email feedback at stlpublicradio.org. Explosions and soldiers with head injuries are part of war. The injuries can also be sustained in training. The armed forces are looking to improve the ability to diagnose soldiers with traumatic brain injury and get them some treatment faster. St. Louis Public Radio's Jonathan All reports
0: the research efforts
1: are centered around Fort Leonard Wood and a small hospital in Rolla.
0: Sergeant First Class Matthew Metters was riding in an armored vehicle in Afghanistan in 2017 on a mission to clear a route of mines and improvised explosive devices. His vehicle ran over an IED, and it was severe enough to separate the truck in two. The front of the engine block kind of came off, what we call the BI, holds all the equipment, the bends on the side kind of flew off, fire extinguishers flew off. Metters says he and his fellow soldiers were shook up, but they thought they were okay. But when they got back to the military hospital in Kandahar, five of the six of them were diagnosed with traumatic brain injury. TBI is a head injury from an external force that can do long-lasting damage to the brain. Metter's is now an explosives instructor at Fort Leonard Wood in Missouri's Ozarks. He says the Army's approach to TBI has changed significantly since he enlisted nine years ago. You know, guys were, were taking IDs like the one I took and far worse, and they had really no way of testing them. So they were just, hey, are you good? Thumbs up. And they were right back on mission. But diagnosing TBI on the battlefield, far away from medical equipment, is difficult. That's why Fort Leonard Wood and Phelps Health, the community hospital in Rolla, are teaming up on a $5 million series of a dozen different studies to find ways to diagnose TBI faster so treatment can start right away. The research includes a machine called a BrainScope. It's about the size of a cell phone. Dr. Donald James at Phelps Health says the goal is to have a portable machine that can diagnose TBI as well as an EEG machine or CAT scan.
1: That does the same thing, but with a lot less application required, and it does it in the field where we can have a person put this unit on their forehead and measure their brain activity.
0: They are looking for certain biomarkers that can confirm TBI in the very early stages. Other facets of the research include using a blood test or urinalysis that can be administered on-site away from a lab to get results immediately. The research partners include Washington University and the University of Missouri campuses in Columbia and Kansas City. But the work is centered at Phelps Health and Missouri University of Science and Technology in Rolla because of their proximity to Fort Leonard Wood. Matthew Doleman is an Army veteran who now directs research at Phelps Health. He says as odd as it may seem, South Central Missouri is the perfect location for this work. Really out here in the middle of Missouri, we have all this leading-edge traumatic brain injury research going on? And the answer is yes, because to do good research, you have to have good sample sizes, and you can't go injure soldiers on purpose. It's just we are, we are in that unique opportunity in which a lot happened here at Fort Leonard Wood. There are between 400 and 600 cases of TBI at Fort Leonard Wood each year, with most cases being mild concussions. But the wealth of data could make it easier to diagnose and start treating soldiers sooner. That's good news to Sergeant Metters, who wants the soldiers he trains to get the best care possible in the field. When you're operating in somewhere that's not anywhere near any type of military hospital, then certainly that would be very beneficial to have that capability. While the research is focused on the armed forces, the hope is the new devices or tests that come out of this work could be used to diagnose TBI at the site of car accidents, playground mishaps, or high school football games. In Raleigh, I'm Jonathan All. St. Louis Public Radio. Our Fred Ehrlich edited that report.
1: Shula Newman is the executive editor of St. Louis Public Radio. Music by Ryan McNeely of Adult Fur. I'm Wayne Pratt, and from the St. Louis Public Radio newsroom, this has been The Gateway.